What's up, everybody? You now tune in to the Hey Now podcast. Hey now. Thank you for tuning in to the Hey Now podcast. On this episode, man, we got we got a goodie, man. We got my man Najee, you know, pulling up to discuss his journey, man. And when I tell you, it's a goodie. It's a goodie, man. From stories from Nipsey, you know, to OG Juan, you know, to Emery, you know, like Emery Jones, man, like. He really has a dope journey, man. Um, he was put in a position where he could have folded, but he didn't. And because he didn't fold, you know, we got cigar talk, you know. A lot of good things came to Najee because he didn't give up, you know. And that thing, a lot of good things came from Najee because he never gave up. And I think that's something that everybody could learn from because I know we have our moments. But his journey truly, truly, truly shows us that we can have our moments. But the most important thing is to bounce back. Now enough of me. Sit back, relax. Stay Hey Now podcast. Hey Now. All right, man. You now tune in to the Hey Now podcast. Tuned in. Uh, we got an interesting episode. We got a good episode. We got some good information. Um, coming up for you guys, um, it's your boy Kev, beloved. Jennings, beloved. I'm glad to be here. Where you was coming from? Uh, I was in Brooklyn at the BK Circus uh, spring showing. And Kev wanted to kill me, but I got here. I got here. You made it, you made it. Shaq. Shaq here, <clears throat> you know, BX in the building. You, you. Nick's. In full effect, on a, on a path to righteousness. Yo, you can't Big even facts. say you can't even say that proudly. That is oh, crazy. Like you just said, uh, next. Yo, uh, listen, back. we on a better path than the Lakers. Yeah. Yo, all right. Let's introduce our guest. Start uh, Our esteemed guest. No, you, you bring him out. You bring him out. All right. So uh, I I had reached out to Naj, man. Uh, a while back, um, the reason why I reached out to him is uh, because I, I think he's doing a lot of like cool, interesting things, and he's doing it at, I think he's doing it at his pace, you know? He's actually like enjoying the process, you know? And um, he does a lot for the culture. Um, and I definitely tune into his show, um, Cigar Talk. Um, he was just talking about boxing and how he had Big Baby on it, man, and that's gonna be an interesting fight, so. Uh, Tough one. Nah, thank you for having me, bro. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Come pull up. My G's, Nick Fair, we out here. You know what I'm saying? Extra love on this side. You know what I'm saying? My guy. That's a fact. All right, so another Knicks fan, so we already know how this is going to take place. So let's get into it. Yeah, off camera, we were discussing the Lakers season, okay? And you know, Knicks fans are ecstatic to see the demise of the Lakers season. But let's put everything into context. Right, right. They were not gonna contend this year. The, the Lakers? The Lakers. They were not in championship contention this year. Nah, not we, at all. We can agree on that, right? Absolutely. So now, this is a three to four clear. year project, okay? Um, the Knickerbocker congregations, you know, you guys okay. tried to allude to the fact that this is happening because he's in the West. No, guys. He what? missed 18 games when they were at the fourth seed. 
They don't say nothing when he was healthy. That's what I want to say. He was not healthy. He missed 18 games, and then the season tanked after that. Okay? They're a young team. The guys do not have any playoff experience. They haven't played any any meaningful games up until this year when LeBron joined. So, you know, the season went how it went. Had I been, uh, 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 what's the GM's name again? Bus. Dolan? No, no, no. Oh, Rob Palinka, Rob Palinka. I would have shut down LeBron three weeks ago. Hmm. Okay, okay. So I would after we didn't get AB. No, AD. AD yeah. I would have said, fine. You're playing 17 minutes a game just to break a sweat. The last 15 games, you're just gonna sit, and then we'll regroup during the draft and figure out what to do next. Uh, you know. Knicks fans, I hope for y'all sake, y'all get what y'all want because you guys are too excited already. But that's Yo, all I have to so get off my chest. Let me hear your thoughts. Yeah, all right, so I'm, thoughts. I'm gonna say I'm gonna start off with I, I agree when you said they they weren't championship contention, right? Like no one thought championship, but everyone said playoffs when the season started. Thank you. Everybody, when we started, when we and then we started with that team because remember they, they blew up the team right halfway through. Like it was a different team at the start of the season mm-hmm. than it right. is now. Right. So when they made that team, everyone was talking about playoffs and this. And I'm I already said from jump they not gonna make the playoffs. But I'm like I said, we not going. I'm not going. Yeah. Ne- I'm not going to never disrespect LeBron. LeBron is one of the greatest players to ever play this game. That as a fact, and I respect them on and off the court, mm-hmm. right? But like I said, it's losing this season for me, right? Well, not losing, not making the playoffs this season. Niggas brought niggas brought Tyson Chandler back. You you that that just make me feel like he was in the Suns. If he wasn't in the East Coast, you know what I'm saying? The easy East Coast. I was hype. But guys, what it's gonna look like? 18 games, fam. Hold on, but when Melo missed games, they still look at the Knicks like losers. When people lose games, nobody remembers that. We just say you either made the playoffs or you did. did. That's it. 18 games. They were the fourth seed. That's, point. that's a lot of teams though When Whenever a team loses a player At the end they just say You either made it or you didn't Nobody be like Oh Fine. because The season's a wash But yeah. he missed 18 games no. we, Listen, we have to Until your 18 games that, that he missed It just alludes to how tough the West is That he You know that's He didn't fact. appreciate it He was never getting banged He was not never getting hurt It's so different it's, so, so it's, it's different. different So it's his fault he got Listen, just like just like Kyrie called him and, and told him, man, listen. I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. He needed to call <laughs> Kobe. Exactly. LeBron needed to call Kobe and say, yo, I, yo, it, yo. It's I, harder than I yo, thought. Exactly. That's, that's what I hear LeBron say. It's a little harder out here than I thought it was going to be. That'll make me feel a little better. It's a little better. Packed, man. Okay. The West is packed. There's going to be a parade on Melrose before this is said and done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I think, I think LeBron, be a parade. LeBron got one good one, and then he's going <clears> to... <throat> Venture off into his movies and all. LeBron don't even play defense no more. Who plays defense? Nobody plays defense. He don't even play defense no more. Yo, they're only saying that because of that that one. Yo, he's logged (laughs) way. He's logged way too many minutes. He's logged way too many minutes. Don't put it past him to come to New York when he see KD winning over here. I don't, even, I don't even want no, that. No, I don't what even want that. Why would he do that? Don't even. Don't because even, he's a Knicks fan. Don't even say, don't even <laughs> That's why. I ain't even cool. Go ahead. So, uh, you mentioned Kyrie. Okay. And I love Kyrie. Just to be clear. From both from a Boston standpoint or just in general? No, no. So, I, I'm going to explain to you my perspective. I'm anti-owner anti-administration, anti-GM. I support player mobility. Okay. However, Kyrie, you wanted your own team. Yep. 
you wanted to run your own situation. You wanted to be the face of a franchise. Even though I don't think Kyrie will ever win as a number one option. He'll win as a 1A or a 2 option, but he's not a number one option to lead a franchise. You wanted all of this. You cannot go and complain to the media and say, this has become a stressful situation, the media this, the media that. When you're the face of a franchise, all of that comes with it. That's a fact. I agree, but I think he's he's talking about, you know how the media, it's just extra sometimes, you know? And you, I wanted know to, wanted you wanted to be on Front Street. He wanted to be the yeah, franchise, right. and he is right. on Front Street. But I also understand where he's getting with the whole media standpoint, you know? It, sometimes it do get frustrating, you know? Sometimes, you know, you don't want to talk to the media. We just lost the game. I want to regroup with my team. And they be asking the same questions all the time. You know? yeah. And then you get asked the same question all the time. You're you know? a so vet. I totally understand. You've been that. to the promised land. LeBron took you to glory. But I want you to look Deal at with both. it. I want you to look at that both. Actually. No, I, I agree, though. He, he deal thing, with it. You Don't know cry what? about it. Because you know what? He wanted this. He like? asked for this. He signed up for that. One thing I didn't like was, uh, I think it was Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's a hater. He recently, I don't want to hear nothing Charles Barkley got to say. He recently said that, like, Yo, we get they getting paid like we used to get paid like millions of dollars or whatever the case may be, and like we never worried about the media. So like Kyrie should like shut up, and I just ain't agree on that because each player is different, you know. And back then he did he didn't have to deal with like social media and all right. extraness, you know. So he doesn't have to deal with it now. I mean, I feel like all the, the OGs always do that, right? Like, every generation after is always, like, softer. Like, nah, back in yeah, my day. Yeah, yeah. Here back in my yeah, day. Yeah, I used to Charles, play in Tim's you know? yeah, on yeah. glass. <laughs> we had no... We uh, played in socks. Yeah, right. Why? <laughs> back in my day. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, man. So, yeah. Uh, so, what do you think about that? Just Kyrie, you mean? Kyrie and... Kyrie and also, like... Free agency. We were discussing that off I mean, camera. Yo, yo, I think... One, the media does get annoying, right? So I will say, like, even when you see KD, he spazzed on the dude in the conference because he's yeah, like, yo, yeah, yeah. y'all not even asking me about my games at this point. Like, I just dropped 30, and y'all sitting here keep asking me where I'm going or about the right, Knicks. Right. So it's like, at some point, it's like, yo, are we going to focus on, like, the, the game. game that I'm playing? Or y'all just going to keep asking me about free agency? So I understand it from that perspective. And Kyrie, too, right? He keeps getting the Knicks questions and all of that. Um, but I agree with you, man. Like... If as Kyrie, if you want, you took that leap to go away from Braun, because like, I, and I respect it because if we're gonna keep it a stack, right? Braun ab- absolutely willed the team to make that championship, but in that finals, Kyrie, Kyrie is the one that really took over. Braun was struggling. Braun was struggling in them finals. Braun struggled in those finals. Kyrie held that team down in the finals. He's a last That's a fact. Look at Game Seven. Game Seven. That was Kyrie. Bro, clutch moment and all everything, that. everything, everything. So, but I, and I agree with you though. Like, I don't think as just the number one, but I don't think any team is just gonna have a number one option. Every team you need a one A, one B to even yeah, win championships now at this point. Now. But I'm just saying is you want to step away from LeBron, which is cool. That's the alpha male, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm my own man. I want to get the glory. I get that. But you got to take the L's that come with that too. You can't you yeah. can't just ask for the glory and then right. try to dismiss yourself from the L's. Yeah, and he sees how hard it is to be a leader because Jason Tatum, he nice. But he ain't trying to listen to Kyrie. He playing nah, he on it like nah, it's my team. Like, you know, you know what's you know what I mean? crazy? It's crazy that you say that because I actually like I be peeping that. It's yeah. like yeah, I, they like they don't acknowledge that 
we don't care that you want to chill. They don't care about none of that. The young boys don't care. Like we trying to do this. What's up right now? What you done me today? I'm trying to hoop so I could get this contract. So that's that's. So this skill set, being nice, is cool. But being a leader is different. Leader Those are two yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah. Kyrie is super nice, but you gotta be a you gotta lead the team. Mm -hmm. That's that's a tough job, mm. man. That's not an mm. easy job. Mm. Damn. So does Kyrie leave, guys? Absolutely. Oh, he's done. He's out of oh, yeah, he here. Yeah. You seen him walking up? Did you see that? <laughs> he was walking in the in the back, and he was like, "When, when I'm out of here, they go." He said something like, "When I'm out of here," I'm like, no. "What the." I think yeah. I think, he's I think, checked. I think, he's I think, checked out. I mean, I don't. Yeah, feel, he's checked out. He's checked I out. I don't feel bad for Danny Ainge. You know, karma is a motherfucker. The way they did Isaiah Thomas. Oh, that was dirty. I don't feel bad. That was dirty. I don't feel bad. So, yeah, Kyrie's going to leave. But I think Danny Ainge does have to blow the team up. In the sense where there's too many. There's a lot of talent. Yeah. It's too compact. A lot of the guys are in contract years either this summer or next year. And guys are clearly playing for contract. Right. Brad Stevens is like a substitute teacher. Nobody's really gonna respect him. He can't control the dynamic. But it's crazy though because the the year Kyrie was out, they was he he went coach of the year, I think. Yeah. And they were saying he was like the best coach since Popovich. And when Kyrie was out, they they, made, they you know crowned him too early. When you were at Butler, right? You yeah. had one star, two star recruits. You yeah. didn't have top fifty kids. Most of those kids you coached, maybe they had one or two Division One offers. So they're gonna be a bit more easy to. Finesse and manage. Kyrie is a top ten talent. All yeah, the high, other guys high, were a lot younger. High maintenance. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. younger. They weren't stars yet, so guys are gonna buy in. If you're gonna say this guy's a great coach, you have to be able to manage the egos of stars. That's and true. Brad Stevens clearly can't manage that dynamic. That's, that's, that's I feel that. And me being a kid from Boston, I'll never shit on home. My history is my history. No kid who's black and rich and in their twenties wants to live in Boston. <laughs> don't. Damn. I think he want to come back closer to home. That's the they sad don't. part, though, man. So. I hope he goes yeah, to man. The Nets. I don't care for Danny Ainge. I don't care for Danny. Alright, man. So let's let's move along, man. Uh, let's switch up. We spoke a little bit about sports. Uh, let's switch it up to a little bit. Of Entertainment. I know, yeah, we, I have, we have an entertainment. I know, I know the Piper. I, I, yeah. I know Beloved has been going through it. You know, him being a, a a musical guy, you know, he's been texting me, talking about he has headaches and he don't know what's going on, that our, our black leaders are going down. So. No, this is... Um, we we, we nah, have a music guru on the on with Kyrie us today. No so black I, have, leader, though. I have to... Uh, it's a tough time for me, man. <laughs> nah, because when I support a music act, it's like I'm living the journey, sort of. Yeah, right, right. Like, I don't just indulge in music just to hear the music. Like, I indulge in theory, the process, the whole the process, thing. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it's like the last couple of years, you know, Kanye not taking his meds. He wearing the MAGA hat. Then, okay, the R. Kelly allegations we knew. Yep. Mm -hmm. But the documentary gave me a headache because there were so many aspects that were wrong all across the board. 
right. from the parents, from the handlers, so from management. Yeah. It's like everybody. Then you got Mike. For me, it's like yeah. I come from a traditional Christian household, right? Mm. The only music I was freely allowed to listen to growing up that wasn't gospel was Mike and Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two things. Yeah. So that means something to you. That's like, you know what I mean? So it's like you're kind of messing with people's childhood with all of this. I don't know what to think, man. I, 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 the allegations are very damning and egregious. Well, I, want, I, I don't think I'm going to watch the documentary. I don't think my stomach can tolerate it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, bro. I, I watched it. How you feel about the interview, R. Kelly's interview? Um, it was a performance. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like that was a test. It just remind me, like you know, like if you ever just like if you gonna ride a lie to the end, you gotta like get mad before the shit mm-hmm. really gets. So they be like, damn, maybe he's telling. Like it just <laughs> felt like he was like, I'm about to go in there and just get mad and sad so that they could feel it. But like, bro, I. He was fucking around with little kids, man. Yeah. Like that's that's not. A, I don't think that's up for debate, man. I, I think he like no, he did. It's it. pretty like known that he 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 did that, right? He did. So he did. That's that. And it's I got I kind of got crucified on Instagram recently in my comments. I did an interview with BuzzFeed, um, like two I days saw ago. That. I saw that. And I and I put it out. And I guess my sort of theory on just everything, like with this whole cancel culture, right? Like mm-hmm. we canceled yeah, we canceled R. Kelly, right? It's just like. Right. Now you can't. They don't even want you to listen to his music, right? right? Like you can't even listen to it, or else we gonna demean you and you're this and you're that type of person if you listen to the music. No, so like for that. me, right, I, I didn't feel like that either. But because uh-huh. I, I I think he's a talented musician. He's just a sick guy, yeah, right? He has right. A, he has mental issues, mm-hmm. right? But outside of that, it's we believe R. Kelly, right? Like there was you know the video we seen is mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff. But when you look and delve into Michael Jackson's case, right? Like I looked it up, right? Because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm mini, I'm in media working. I looked mm-hmm. at the transcripts from mm-hmm. his case in like 2005. Yo, Mike is a sick dude too, bro. Yeah, like mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now. Like Mike is a sick. When you look at this, and I'm just like, for me, it's just like I feel because I Mike is such a great artist. Like R. Kelly's great. Like I, I, I think R. Kelly's one of the kings of R&B. Right. The, like they're gonna kill me for saying that. I just mean just the no, talent. Just the talent. About the craft. Yeah, just yeah, the craft, not the care. man. The craft. But Mike was a god level talent. Right? You, you watch live from Budapest? Of course. Come on, 15 man. Fifteen ambulances. Come on, man. So I feel it. I feel it, right? Yeah, no. But I don't. I just don't agree that people. And what I said on the BuzzFeed interview was like, if we're gonna go and cancel R. Kelly like that, you cannot leave out Mike. The dude. There's no situation where, like, even if they want to say like everyone's saying like he didn't do it, right? And he wasn't found guilty. They say that, right, because R. Kelly wasn't found guilty either, right? R. Kelly went to trial for the tape. But they he, said that wasn't, they said not guilty. That's but I saw the rule. Right, but my, yes, but my thing is, my thing is, how many kids, as a grown man, you in your 30s, late 30s, sleeping in a bed with little six-year-olds, dog, that's, there's no situation where that's cool, bro. You're there's right, no situation where right. you can say, and, every, right. and anybody, if you're a father in here, no. And a grown man is sleeping with your son. You're not gonna say, "Oh, now nah, I didn't see no video." He he probably ain't do nothing. Come, bro. We come on, man. We know what that is, but because it's Mike, it's like, right. nah. Which I think. Well, let me know. No, all right. Okay, so this is my whole thing. Ah, right, yeah. Let me know. Nah, I need to. Let me know. Okay, let, me go break, ahead, let, me, let me break it down because it, it's two very different situations, and both of them kind of is is different. Like Mike 
we seen Mike grow up in weird and just like not have a childhood. Mm -hmm. We know Mike didn't have a regular childhood. Like he was thrusted into entertainment. He did. So when he's, we all looked at that as, you know, he's trying to, he, he like, these are his friends, you know, the whole Neverland Ranch. He's and trying all to that. relive like, his childhood. Yeah, he's just trying to relive his childhood. Did you childhood. sleep in the bed with kids when you was a child? I, I didn't do half the stuff that Michael Jackson was <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would not, I would not, I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. But just the same way, you know, I don't understand why R. Kelly does what he does. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as we watch the documentary, we, we learned that there's a there's a root to that issue. You know what I'm saying? It yep. stemmed from somewhere. And yeah, wrong is wrong. You know, right is right, wrong is wrong. But another thing I find funny is that after everybody seen that documentary, everybody said, you know what? Everybody should go to jail. This person, every, not just R. Kelly should go to jail. Yeah. This person should go to jail. That person should go to jail. And now that the charges are really being put on R. Kelly, like nobody is just like, all right, just take him down. Where's that? You know, where's everybody? That's else? what I feel. That's where's what I feel. Elvis? Y'all gotta get everybody. Y'all gotta get everybody. Where's Woody like, Allen? Get everybody. Like, all like, of them. Like, yeah, let's not, let's I agree. Not, let's not throw I, it all the way to Michael Jackson. You know what no, I'm saying? No, that's how I agree. Let's but I'm just saying, just energy. exactly. And that was my point. But I just use Mike as a reference just because people love him so much that it feel like. He didn't I get the same Mike. hate as R. Kelly got. You can't, but my yeah. thing is, is Weinstein. Like, let's get them all, see. all of them. Get them all out of here. And, and Everybody. I, and, and, and I, you know, it it, it kind of hits a nerve with me a little bit because I, it's like a lot of black men. It's they, you know, it's this whole topic of sexual deviance. Yes. Yeah. Should it be brought to the forefront? Birth of a nation. Absolutely. Like it's a problem. If you're harming children, yes, it has to be addressed. You should go to jail. But you know how the media likes to paint a certain picture, and yeah. I don't want mainstream America to start to think, well, this is a black right. man right. issue when it's it's really just a, it's a human issue. So I got I got a lot of that in my comments, right? Like I said, is I said all my stuff on BuzzFeed, they was destroying me in the comments. Everybody was mad at me mm. for all the stuff I said. Um, that was a a big thing is just saying like you know. And I agree with that, right? Like, we're, we're not going to sit here and act like white privilege isn't real. That's, that's right. a real thing, right. right? In media, the way white people are portrayed and the way black people are portrayed totally are different. different. That's not, I don't totally think that's like, mm -hmm. I think that's obvious, right? Like, I don't right. think that's like a secret. We understand that and we know that. F for me, is I'm with getting everybody out mm -hmm. of here. But again, it's like, when you talk about all Kelly, we, we knew this. This wasn't new, right? We but knew. it's like, the people in the powers that be are making these documentaries to sort of rehash these feelings. Mm -hmm. Who's going to make the... Y'all got to make these documentaries. Y'all yeah. got to make the Harvey Weinstein one. Y'all got to make the Woody Allen one. Y'all got to make these. Y'all got to make them. You know what I'm saying? Who's making them? Who's who's making them? You know? Because that's what really matters is like, who's the people... I agree with you. Like, I'm not against, you know, just saying like, oh, let's get all the black people. I'm saying, let's get all of them out of here. I don't care what color you are. All of them, if you want some sexual abuse, sex, get, you out. You're done. It's over. Roman Polanski out here living free. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you're right. Well, uh, going back to your uh, interview with, uh, with BuzzFeed, I think, I think the problem is that people just lack uh, perspective. You know, I just think that we are so programmed into thinking that, that one thing and, and it should be that way and people just don't allow other people like, nah, man, like, can we just look at it at this way? Exactly. From this standpoint, you know? Uh, so, yeah, that's what I would say. It's, it, 
It's been, you know, it's just been Kanye don't take his we all, meds. We're, nah, we're all filled with hate, so, man. This Everybody's filled with hate. We just hate on each other, man. That's just the culture now. Nobody wanna, nobody wanna look at anything from a positive perspective. Every every issue that's brought up is is like, all right, how can I hate on this issue? It's not like how can I help this issue, you know? So, and 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 like this to sit like what the media is really doing to me is they're putting these issues out there because they know we're gonna eat them up. We're gonna talk about it. We're the ones that are gonna dog each other on on the issues. You know what I'm saying? You don't even you don't you don't see too many white people talking about R. Kelly. Bashing R. Kelly, it's us that's bashing R. Kelly. It's us that's taking each other down. You know they're not. They're just we also, putting the information we also consider out there. him our, our, our culture, so you know that's why. Yeah, I'm but you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you could be like, all right, I know, I've been knew that, so let's just, you know. But we don't. We 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 always we always you know jump at it like Kanye. Mm. When when Kanye first was wilding out, yeah. But but now look what he's doing and everybody's like back. Oh, so now he so now he go Africa. He he beating on drums, he keyboard, and now he bad. But that's what the that's what the yeah. culture does, right? Yeah. It's like, what you mean? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. back. Trying to now figure he's it out, back, yo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's trying to figure so that's it what out. I need to nah, do. Yeah, no, I, I can say all this. I can say all this wild stuff. He, I could do all this stuff with Trump, and y'all could cancel the. He didn't right. take the meds. I go, I go back to Africa. I get back on the keyboards, and now he's back. Yeah, nah. That's that's he's trying to figure it out. Nah, I ain't with that. You just said you just said it's about perspective, right? You gotta. You can't. You can't. You can't judge somebody just from one. Oh from no! One I'm not judging. Nah, but I'm I, no, I'm judging. Nah, I'm judging them. You, yo, bro, that whole Trump slavery was a choice, bro. Come on, dog. And now you in Africa doing your thing. Yo, you gotta. Yo, you gotta slavery look at things from his perspective. He's wrong. A choice, though. He's, no, oh, me, it's not, okay, it wasn't. The white man no. trying to corrupt that. Come on. Let me explain this though. That was my. We all saw the Charlemagne interview, right? Yes, we saw it. Yo. Towards the end of the interview, you see them walking in a mountain. It kind of traumatized me because it reminded me of the Oprah Michael Jackson interview from like 93 when this whole allegation first hit. I'm like, yo, this is Neverland Ranch part two. <laughs> Charlemagne asked him, are you dealing with mental health issues? Right. He goes, yes. Are you on medication? He goes, yes. Yeah. This is the crucial question. Are you taking the medication the way you're supposed to? No. Yeah. But on Twitter, I, he said he wasn't on. He was. He, he was. They diagnosed him wrong. That he don't got nothing wrong with him. He's so, bipolar. You yeah, can't nah, take bipolar, everything yeah. he's saying face value. I know people that's bipolar and like that. You, I have you mental have illness manic, issues in my yeah, family. So I like that. I understand that. Who, who knows? He's, he's bipolar. Right. He's, yeah. He he he's losing it. He's losing it. Right. But he, he was dead wrong for the whole. You know, pandering to Trump, he was wrong for all of that. But what if he tries to figure it out? Let's see where this is gonna but go. Why do you, why why do we say all right? I right, that putting the hat on, I get it. But it was a means to a a, a situation like the slaves was a all right. Like situation. somebody says a wise man said like when does being radical like mean not doing something like he's a radical person so he's gonna do radical things like talk to donald trump so if i gotta wear the hat to get his attention to do that then i'm gonna do that it was a means of showing people that you could talk you could sit down and talk to your enemy but i think we still don't understand like that's just what he was just trying to promote positivity and love in a time where all nah. we do is promote hate i'm telling yeah, you that's that what you're doing I mean, me cringe though my, my only oh, thing is man. bro like it is 
Kanye as as his level level of celebrity, there's a responsibility that comes with that, right? Because like it, he's beyond the point of just like yo, this dude makes music. There's people that like really look up to this dude no, and no, no. follow him, and yeah. like yeah. when you when you say stuff like that in public. That impacts people. That impacts a generation. That impacts mm-hmm. a generation. Mm-hmm. So it's like for him to come up, and I get, I get what you say. I do think there is mental health issues mm-hmm. there, but I'm just saying it's like for me, it's irresponsible of just like his team or whoever's around him to let him keep just going out in public and you, doing that because you, you affect, yeah, bro. Right. You don't know who you affecting like, doing exactly, shit like that. Man. Like, like I'm, like slavery was a choice. It's probably kids out here like, yeah, slavery was a choice. Like that don't know because they're not doing the research. They're not doing the homework, but they just listening to Kanye. It's a lot of people that do that. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's dangerous for me is when you go out and say shit like that. Cause like, you, you can't say a ch- like, if I put a gun to your head and be like, yo, do this, you gonna do it, right? You wanna, you don't wanna lose your life. Right, right, right. So right. That's not a choice. You, you you're forcing, you're no, coercing right. them to do something. Well, that's not it, a choice. It was an irresponsible thing. Words matter, man. At yeah. the end of the day, words matter. Man. For sure. Meds, meds matter. Meds matter. Meds matter. All meds matter. That's be crazy. That's be. But yeah, man, they just, like. But yeah, we wanted to get into our esteemed guests. Um, part of what we do here on this platform is we want people of all walks of life to share their story um share their journey um because not for nothing it could help somebody it could encourage somebody it could inspire someone um and we have this conversation all the time you know this all started you know a group of friends hanging out discussing life um with raw emotion being honest with each other about what we're dealing with and we decided you know let's tape and film some of these conversations for sure so we definitely um salute you and appreciate you taking the time um, out of your busy schedule with your partner to come here and you know share whatever you feel comfortable sharing with us no nah, man I, I i support people that's you know making a way bro i'm mm-hmm. i'm, I'm I've done the same thing. I'm doing the same thing currently. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So anybody and, you know, especially people that look like me, you know what I'm saying? When you out here and, and you grinding, you know, I feel like you a sucker if you can't give inspiration. That's the least you can do. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, it don't take nothing to give somebody inspiration about your no journey. No cost. No cost. Now, yeah, it don't, it don't cost you nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm glad y'all, y'all had me, man. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. So um, we wanted to get into, you know, I guess the essence of who you are. Where are you from? Yeah. How does your story start? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm Queens man, big Queens. Um, Queens yeah, guy. you know what I'm saying. I, I grew up in Queens. I grew up in like Flushing area, and I moved over Shut to Jamaica. To yeah, you know what I'm saying. I moved over to Jamaica, and um, coming up was you know just regular, regular black kid in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like you know what I'm saying. I ain't grow up with my pops like that. You know what I'm saying. We you know I was kind of hustled. Got a couple you know brother and sister and. You know what I'm saying? Went through the whole school thing. I just I didn't really know what I wanted to do coming up. I'm just, okay. you know, just coming up trying to figure shit out. You know what I'm saying? You know, moving around the street a little bit, just trying to figure everything out, you know, trying to figure out life. What it, schools you went to? What high school you went to? I went to high school, so my first year I went to St. Francis Prep. Okay. okay, okay. Um I wound up getting kicked out of prep. I got kicked out. I was kinda wilding back then a little bit, so I got kicked out of prep and then I went to Francis Lewis. Oh, mm-hmm. Francis oh, Lewis. Oh, That's how I knew flagging them. Yeah, Nick yeah, Flag yeah, used to. Yeah, yeah. Dozo was our rivals. So we used to play Dozo. That and, was like a big. And you know I what remember saying? Francis Lewis, uh, they had some girl that was crazy nice, man. Do you want Tiff? 
I think that was hard. It was a bunch. We used to go to the PSAO. The girls used to go to PSAO finals at the Garden yeah, every year. The girls team was nice. Yeah, I didn't yeah, go. Yeah. Oh, I thought my nice. friends was new back then. Yeah. They was dogs. Oh, oh. T Mac, my girl oh, T Mac, okay, she used to go okay, kill it. That's okay, a fact. Right. Yeah, right. so I went to I went to Franny Lou, and um, I guess sort of where my journey started. I would say like it wasn't until um, maybe like a couple years after high school. I had a homie. My man, 360, he locked up right now. You know, free the homie. He be out in April. We've been out, been out for like four years. Oh, he be home soon. Be home soon. So shout out to the homie. Yeah. And uh, yo, he uh, dude can rap, but we ain't. Know, I ain't know he could rap. Like I know. Mm-hmm. Remember one time we went to Vegas. I was probably like maybe 21, fresh. Mm-hmm. We went to Vegas and we was in the room. We just playing shit, different shit. He's free. So I'm like, oh shit, nigga, you can rap for real. You are. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this nigga really yeah. rap. Like, I didn't even know that you could rap. So he was like, yeah. So I was just like, yo, let's, yo, we about to make a plan and do this, bro. Like, we could make money off this for real. Okay. So long story short, you know, we kind of just made a plan and we was just like, yo, we gonna push in this industry and try to make something happen. So that was like my initial start into even like I always listen to music as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Buying Smack DVDs and like I always mm, listen to it. DVDs, you feel me? Yeah. Like I always been in right? old fifty. You know I'm from Queens, so buying them fifty mixtapes, buying them G Unit mixtapes. Jay Mills was like, the best Smack DVD when he was on it with uh, man. uh Murder Mook, man. Man, oh Murder Mook, man. Oh, classics. Party yeah. Oh, that bad. Rest in peace, P80. Rest in peace, P80. That's a fact. Word. So oh, like, damn, I came around, up around that whole time, and it was just like, you know, I didn't, I never wanted to, I never felt like yo, I could be in music business. I never mm-hmm. thought about that. Like, I wasn't even an option. Like, I didn't think about that until like, I just heard my man. I was just like, yo, it's something here. Let's make it happen. So, so did you have any knowledge, or you was just like, I'm gonna just grind and figure this out? Yo, so luckily, like I said, I grew up in Queens. One of the homies I knew from the hood was uh, B Dot. I don't know if you know B dot. B dot the rap radar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elliot. Yeah, with Elliot. B dot. Okay. Rap radar podcast. Yeah, rap radar podcast. So B dot was my man. So I grew up with B dot, and at this time he was working for Double XL. He just got the job at Double XL, so that was the only person I really knew. Like, yo, nigga, like, what's up? I'm trying to get in this. My man could rap. So B dot and Sixty, they knew each other. So what wound up happening is the first like splash we kind of made is. So my man 60, he was a barber, right? So we, we was out in Queens and he used to his barber shop was right near St. John's. Okay. J. Cole used to go to St. John's at this yeah, time. Yeah, so yeah. Cole, he was Cole's barber. Okay. So, you know, and at this time Cole was rapping, but he's not Cole, right? Mm-hmm. So Cole used to come to the barber shop passing out mixtapes. I remember yeah. niggas used to fuck with it like, he, like man. Hot he used to pass out his tape. People wasn't even respecting it, fucking with it, nothing. It was just him passing out his tape. That's crazy. Um, but we you know, my man sixty always fucked with him. He was just like, Yo, he nice. He always used to, you know. So as time kinda went on, Cole's starting to blow up, you know, he got signed to Rock Nation all that. So the first thing we did to kind of really get in the industry was we that we asked Cole, like, yo, we need a verse. That was the first thing. Like, yo, give us a verse. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he was just like, yo, you know, shit kind of moving for me right now. I can't really do a verse, but I'll make a beat for you. So he made a beat live on camera. So we filmed the whole shit. We went to the studio. He made a beat. And then we put that out and then put the song out. And that was like, everybody started constantly. Like MTV, all these people like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? J. Cole right, making right, him a right. beat? Like, mm-hmm. who, right, who right, are right, y'all? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was that, like the first way we really okay, okay. started to kind of really fire. move. But that's yeah. crazy how everything was kind of like, kind of came back in a yeah. sense like full circle. Nah, for sure. Oh, that, 
That's fire. So that's how I really kind of so started with doing that with the idea. music. He said, let me give y'all the B or whatever. Yeah, because he was, like, well, we asked for a verse. Like, that's the first thing. You know what I'm saying? like, yo, yeah, nigga, give me a 16. Like, you know what I'm saying? Quick. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> now, at this time, like I said, it's probably like J. Cole. I think his first album might have just came out. So it was like people knew him, but not really. He wasn't really super hot, but he right, was like right, somebody. Right. He was Luke. He was yeah, Luke. yeah. He was like Luke. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I said, we asked for a verse, but he was like, you know, I can't do that, but, you know, I'll make y'all a beat, yeah. though. So, but I just thought that was ill. Like, so we recorded yeah, it, was, put it out, and then, yeah, the shit just kind of started going crazy from there. So, I just really started building from that moment and just kind of building shit up. So, that's where you got into kind of like management. Yeah, that's, management. Why I, that's how I got into management. It wasn't like I didn't have no experience. I just knew, like, yo, I know this rap shit, and my man, nice. That's all. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like, I didn't know nothing except, like, yo, my man is nice. And, like no, I said, I'm I knew B Dot. So, you mm-hmm. know, B Dot was around the industry. So I'm just like, you know, if I could just kind of get guidance from him just to yeah. let me know, like, yo. Pick his brand. Yeah, pick his brand, and I knew we could do something. You know what I'm saying? So that's really how I came into the music industry. And, and I think that that's dope. And, uh, and shout out to B-Dot also because a lot of, I think that's something, one of the reasons why I started this is because I feel that we just lack information. You know, sometimes Facts. we're not privileged to, to information, you know. So uh, look what he did, you know. He was able to, like, you know, he was able to pick his brain, you know, so I just think that's, I think that's dope, man, and I think we need more people like that, uh, and sharing knowledge, you know, because at the end of the day, that shit is key. That's a fact. Um, so, what, where did this situation end up taking you with managing? Yeah, so, you know, we, I was managing for, like, maybe two years, like I said, we started building some buzz in the city, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. we kind of, we we was getting hot. Flex was playing the record. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We was just building it up. Mm-hmm. Like, it started building up. So the first time I really started really feeling like, damn, this shit working for real, mm-hmm. we went on tour with Nipsey Hussle. Wow. We reached okay. out. This the Crenshaw tour. This was like 2000, that, maybe 14, 13. Put that together. So um, at the time, B-Dot knew. Big, B-Dot, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was the first time I really felt yeah, like, nigga, this shit working for real. Like, right. Casually. Yeah, working. Yeah, well, go yeah, ahead. Said, yeah. 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 You know when I was going we to Nipsey Hussle? Yeah. Nah, so B dot knew B dot knew Nip, and um, so one he introduced me me to his manager, and um, I was just on his manager head like, yo, bro, like, listen, I know you know what I'm saying. Like I said, Nipsey was hot at this point, but like Nipsey now is different than Nipsey in two thousand. Like now he's just starting to get to the point where it's like he yeah, he, he killing really, it for real. He really right. winning. You feel victory crazy? That was, one, that was my favorite album of the year. No bias, but so. We, like I said, I highlighted his manager and I was just like, yo, you know, like I said, niggas was, you know, my homies, you know, 60, he got locked up, but, you know, people was in the street. So we had a little money, you know, we had a little money at the time to to maneuver. So I told Nip and them like, yo, y'all ain't got to pay for nothing. Y'all don't got to give us no bread. We just, I just need like, yo, give me 20 minutes on the stage to open up for you. We pay for everything. We pay for our own way. We pay for whatever. Mm -hmm. I just need, I just need 20 minutes on that tour. So you was taking control. It was like, oh, I'm, control. On the, I'm on their head, bro. I'm like, yo, that's the only way. And I'm going to tell you, for everybody, it's like the only... People don't. People not going to give you shit, man. You got to go just get it and be aggressive and do it. Like, I, right I didn't ask pitch. no question. I didn't mm-hmm. ask nobody nothing. Like, yo, yo, we, you know what I'm saying? I just need 20 minutes. We'll do our own thing. We don't need no money. We don't need mm-hmm. you to do nothing. Just give me 20... Just let us get 20 minutes on the tour. So long story short, they wound up, you know, they respected. They respected the hustle. They respected how he's moving. So um, we wound up opening up for Nip, and then we did like 22 cities. So we wound mm-hmm. up doing 22 cities. We had our own tour bus. We had, you know, we thought we was all like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so that was like the first time it really started working. So 
I guess long story short, that was 2013, I believe. And um, he wound up getting locked up at the end of 14. Mm. So it was like, I'm in this position like, yeah, like shit moving. Like we was doing BT. Like we, we did a lot of stuff. We started just, just started to make some money. And I'm like, damn. Got locked up. It was a whole case. So a couple of my homies. And I'm like, yo, I don't, like I, I was, I was hurt, nigga. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? I put all my time, money, time. I invested yeah. in emotional energy. Like, mm-hmm. outside the money, like, you could get bread back. But when you but invest, when you invest emotional energy yeah. into That's something, trust you know what I'm saying? That take a toll on you, you mm-hmm. feel me? Right, so, like, right. I was just like, I was kind of hurt. Like, damn, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I was in a space where it was like, yo, I built up all these connections off of doing this. And my man going, it's like, what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. But, like, in any team, if... If one dropped, the other one got to step up. Mm-hmm. That's the way it go. You know what I'm saying? We don't, you know, the goal is for progress. So it's like, right, you know, right, right. That that dropped off. So I was just like, yo, you know, I got a lot of connections. I know a lot of people from all of this. I'm gonna figure it out. So what I did was, like I said, is around this time, it's probably like 15, maybe now 15, 16, and um, B dot had just started. Like so, they was doing rap radar. Rap mm-hmm. radar was popping at this point. Mm-hmm. That's when the blog era, right? Yeah, Blogs yeah, was everything. Yeah. Blogs was the hottest shit out. You get on the blog, you the man, yeah. right? Yeah, you was right, lit. Right, right. So once the blog era started slowing down a little bit, because that's when social media started really kicking in for mm-hmm, real. Mm-hmm. B dot and Elliot, shout out to B dot and Elliot. You know they had rap radar kind of doing their thing, and they had so much other shit going on that it was really hard for them to really still do the website. Mm-hmm. Elliot started working for Title. B dot started working okay. for Epic. Everybody getting bags in different places. So I was just like, yo, look, I know there's a space in Rap Radar right now that is like, you know, y'all got so much going on. If you could just let me get on there, I want to start just kind of, you know, holding it down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, try to make my way. So it was just a conversation between me and them, like, really just trying to press it. And it took a minute. It wasn't just like, I said it and it was like, yeah. yeah. It took me months of like, yo, what's up? Like, yeah, yo, let me, let me get on there. What we yeah, doing? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And you, you got to be aggressive. I think, like, just for everybody out there, it's like, there's a thin line between being annoying and being aggressive. Mm-hmm. And you kind of got to oh. toe the line, right? Yeah. It's just like, you want to do enough to where people realize you dead ass, mm-hmm. but you don't want to annoy people. Yeah. So you know, I stayed not, on. Not too much. You got You might have to be right. Exactly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you say you got to toe that line. Right. So you know, I feel like I just did enough to where it was like, yo, get me on here. And I knew in my head that I was just like, yo, I was already building up. So I was like, yo, if I get on this shit, I already know I could make a move. I already mm-hmm. knew. Mm-hmm. Now at this time, I ain't. Long story short. I keep saying low story show, right? Yeah, like I was uh I was working in politics at this time, right? So I wasn't even like That was your day That was my job. day job. So it was like I felt like, you know yeah, But how did I come into play? Yeah, what you mean? All right, so I kinda skipped steps, right? Yeah, I kinda yeah, like yeah, skipped yeah. steps and <laughs> Alright, so when I when I graduated from college, right? Well, I didn't graduate. I was in college, I dropped out. Where'd you go? I went to Baruch. Baruch. Okay. Okay. So I went I went to Baruch College. Criminal justice. Um finance. Finance. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, but I wound up dropping out. I didn't finish. I, I did like, I was in school for like four years, but I only got like two and a half years worth of credits. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I just wasn't as. No, I know, I know how that is. Yeah, like that shit was. Just, yeah, it was hard yeah, for me yeah. to just be in there. And that, that shit was hard. I was just doing so much, and you know what I'm saying. So, long story short, is I always been kind of into. I've always been into politics. Like I always just liked it. Like, cause it was something for me. It was just like, damn, like this is real power, right? Like mm-hmm, this is where, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. if you want to change real life, these are the people that's doing yeah, it for real. Yeah. So I always kind of followed it, and I remember when I was just like, "Yo, like this is the point where I said I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do." It was a dude that was in my neighborhood, and he knew the assemblymen of that neighborhood. 
So he introduced me to him and I just told him like, yo, you know, I'm interested in politics. You know, I just want to, you know, if I can help, whatever you need, like, you know, I'll get the coffee, whatever. Just, you know, I just want to be around so I can yeah. learn. And the dude was like, all right, you know what? He told me, he was like, yo, I needed a, he was like, uh, he just had a driver that was, that uh left. Mm -hmm. He was like, I need a new driver right now. Can you drive? I was like, yeah. So he's like, all right, bet. So I started driving him everywhere. That's how I really, so I started just driving this dude to all the events. So I was meeting the mayor. I was in different meetings and I'm doing all this shit. So you was okay. Frank Lucas driving around. Yo, oh, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Okay. That, that's what I'm yo, like, okay. yo, exactly. Okay, I'm following. I'm yeah, following. I'm following. <laughs> so it's we like, got yo, it now. We get it now. Yeah, we get you know what I mean? So I was like, I was living two different lives that day. Mm -hmm, like in the daytime, crazy. it's like, I'm suited up in City Hall, 9 to 5. That's necessary. And at though. night, we ratchet as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do what we got to do. Balance. We're trying to make this balance, balance happen. Balance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, Good balance. You know what I mean? So that, that's kind of how I was moving. So I say that to say is like, you know, I was doing the rap shit on the side. You know, after hours, that was like my 9 to 5 day job. And then I started realizing is like, I liked politics, but I didn't love it. Mm -hmm. And when you, like, it's competitive. It's politics, right? So it's competitive. Right, right. But anything you do... It's hard to beat somebody if they love it and you just like it. Mm -hmm. you, you you can't compete with that because mm -hmm. in order to be Back successful on. in anything, for you to have the motivation to really want to do this shit, to be better than everybody, you got to love it, bro. Love it. You have to. Facts. That's the only way because it's hard. It's hard putting in that energy. Putting in energy is hard. It's, it's not easy. So it's like you got to really love it to put in that amount of time and energy to be better than everybody. And once I realized like, damn, I don't got that here. It's this music shit that I really feel passionate about. That's what right, I right. wake up and I put in all my hours we gotta on. Quit the deal, we fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, we, no, we going to, man. We got to be patient. You know, it's gonna you happen. Know? You just got to be patient. Yeah, keep okay. going, fam. Keep going. Yeah. I feel you. That's how sidetracked. Nah, real talk. But that, that's how. That's just how I felt, and I was like, yo, that shit wasn't hitting. So, long story short, I'm gonna tell you. So, I, I, I was doing that. I was just like a little intern driving mm -hmm. him around. I wound up finessing that into working for his brother. His brother was the councilman. So I worked for the city council, mm -hmm. right? So I was in the city council for like three years, almost four years. Now, you know, councilman's term is four years. Mm -hmm. So in the third year, when he realized he wasn't going to run for council again, I wound up getting laid off. Mm. Oh, so at man. this point, yeah. Now, at this point, I'm just like, fuck, like, damn, what am I going to do? Should have been left them niggas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. that's right. You know what I mean? Like, man, I didn't even be here anyway. But I got laid off, and I'm just like, damn, bro. Like how I'm, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. So at this point, this is the crucial turning point I would say in my career is when I got laid off. And I say that to say, and I want everybody listening to understand is like at the time I was fucked up, right? Because I'm just like, damn, this is consistent bread. I had you know some mm -hmm. salary. I had you know I, we still making moves, but like you know I was relying on that bread. Yeah. But I say that to say is like when that door closed, it forced me to do something else. It forced me into my passion. Mm -hmm. So I just say that to say, yo, when, when shit closes on you, that don't mean it's an L, bro. That yeah. don't mean it's an L. Right. And I took right. it like that at the time because mm -hmm. I'm just like, damn, like, I just lost my yo, job. What was That's real right That don't yo, mean it's an L. As long as you, bro, that's what drove me to be where I'm at. I had to. It motivated yeah, it forced you. I had forced me to do mm -hmm. it. I wouldn't have did that if I didn't lose that job, bro. Right. So you right. had no when choice did but that. to bet on I had no choice. That's the only thing I could do. So in the process of that, like I said, you know, you know, I'm, I'm moving around like now it's like, you know, my man locked up. I just lost my job. I'm struggling. I'm like, damn, what am I going to do? I don't got nothing. Finish my degree. So I'm like, damn, what the fuck am I going to do? How am I going to get this money? So, you know, like I said, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm in the street a little bit. You know, I'm just trying to stay afloat. You know, I'm trying to stay afloat and, you know, maneuver around, do what I could do. Stay afloat. And um, this, is, this is another point. I went to um, 
I'm a boxing fan. We talking about boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went. I remember Rock Nation first started their boxing oh, yeah, division, yeah, yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. st- and they had a whole big party at at the Forty Forty. And B. Yeah, Miguel Cotto at that yes. time. Yes, okay. they, they signed. Actually, that no, they didn't sign Miguel yet. The first boxer they signed was um, Andre Ward. Andre Ward. Okay. They signed Andre Ward. Andre Ward is actually my favorite. favorite. Sog. Fighter. Bad man. Sog. Sog. Undefeated. My God. That's a bad man. That's a bad. He destroyed Cotto on that second. I mean Kovalev. He destroyed Kovalev with that second fight. Body, body, man. That's a fact. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. So I went there. And uh, I went with B. Dot. He was like, "Yo, it's a it's a Rock Nation event. You want to pull up?" Because like I said, and in this process, I was going to all the events. I was like, mm-hmm. "At least I'm gonna do it exactly." At least I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make sure everybody know me. That's the right, least right, I could do. Right, right. I, ain't got, I got I got no money. I got time. So yeah, yeah right. I'm gonna be outside. So I was outside every day, every night, just meeting people, maneuvering. I'm outside. So I went to this rock shit, and the dude. So you know when Hov talk about OG Wan, you know yeah, 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 OG Wan. Yeah, yeah, so you know Wan. Yeah, 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 so you know, so I met Wan there. Broadway. Yeah, exactly. Wan, you know, Wan <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. be around. Wan be up here. So I met Wan. Now, mind you, it's like I'm a dude that like you know I'm not like intimidated by people or stature. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of talk shit too sometimes. So right, right. when I met him, and we was, I was just talking shit. I'm like, yo, I was like, you know, listen, I know boxing. If y'all want this shit to really be real, you gotta come to me so I can tell you what's hot. And he just looking at me like, who the fuck is this kid just talking this crazy? Like, who are you, bro? Like, I didn't know him, but, you know, yeah. he's just fucking around. And I remember he was like, so, you know, we kind of just, you know, back and forth. And then he was just like, all right. My mind you, they didn't announce Andre Ward yet. They just announced that the boxing circuit division. happened, yeah. right? The boxing division. So he was like, if you could sign one boxer today for us, who would it be? And I was like, Andre Ward. Now, I didn't know they had Andre Ward. I just knew Andre Ward was nice because I'm a boxing fan. Mm-hmm, so, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the dude nice. He had problems with his promoter at that time. Yeah, I knew. That's when he left yeah, his promoter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, I knew he was a free agent. So I You watch like, Friday Night Fight. You feel me? I'll yeah, be, yeah, be on it. <laughs> you right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I told him. That's why I was like, yo, if I was y'all, I'd sign Andre Ward. And he looked at that's me. That's consulting. But go ahead. Real, yeah, facts. Right? But I need to check for that. Warren, what up? Right? <laughs> yeah. But so, he kind of looked at me. And he was just like. He just gave me a strange looking laugh, right? So, you know, I didn't, I didn't really take it as nothing, but I just asked him like, yo, bro, you know, can I get your email type shit? So, long story short, he gave me his email, and then the next day is when they announced Rock Nation signs Andre Ward. Mm-hmm. So I hit him up like, nigga, you taking my shit? Like, yeah, yo, come on, man. Right here, right here. What's up? Yeah, like, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he like, come on, little. We been had this deal, you know, already, whatever. Under wraps. Under, under wraps. wraps. Mm-hmm. But he just respected the fact that I knew you I was talking shit and I knew what I was you talking had foresight. about. foresight. So from there, he was just like, you know, I was like, yo, I just want to come to the office. Like, you know, can I just come to the office? So he like, all right, bet. Come pull up. So at this point, I tell all my niggas, like, yo, you want to rock nation? It's on. I'm on, baby. I can't tell me. I'm on here. Like, it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the boxing division now. Yeah, like, I'm the mayor right now. Like, yo, can't tell me nothing. Oh, shit. Oh, OZ1 just told me to pull up. So I met him. And, you know, we just had a meeting and, you know, I was talking the same shit I've been talking and we just talking and he was just like, yo, if you want to work here, find somebody that's dope, bring him to me to sign and I'll let you work here. That's what he told me. Everybody does. He told me straight up like that. So I was like, oh shit, this is my chance. That's the first thing I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at, oh, I'm going to all the boxing fights. I'm going to everything. Amateur fights. I'm, I'm trying to find the illest nigga out. Everything. 
I found this kid named Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson from New Jersey. From uh, from Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. Silver, silver, it's a bad man. man. Bad, bad. He's not even twenty bad. yet. Is bad. he? Not, he bad. I think he just turned. He, he just, just turned, turned twenty. 20. Okay. Bad. bad man. Hey, but I found. I went to. A, I went to one of the. I went to one of the amateur joints and I seen him. I was like, this kid is the. He's the next one. Mm-hmm. He's the one. Mm-hmm. So I told them and I bought it up. But now, mind you, like I said, is, and this is one thing. Just because you get in the door. You starting on the ground floor. So people don't even look at you. They wasn't respecting me, right? Mm-hmm. They just, like, they let me around, but they wasn't respecting me. So I'm like, yo, this is the kid. We got to sign. Y'all mm-hmm. got to sign mm-hmm. But nobody, they ain't wanted like, eh, all right, whatever. They was putting me in the pocket. Are you serious? Putting me in the pocket, bro. Yo, a lot of it, yo. Yo, the kid. Go ahead. I think the kid went, I think the kid only he, lost like two amateur fights. Big facts. He won a, he won a silver at the, he got he, cheated actually at the Olympics. Yeah, he, yeah, I yeah, think he really won he, that. He, yeah, won a, he, lost to, he won, to, won a silver he, at the Olympics. I was up in that morning. He lost it up uh, to the Cuban kid. To the Cuban kid. R- 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 I didn't think he even really lost like that. that. I didn't think he even nah, really nah, lost nah, that. Nah, nah, nah. I think he won uh, the last two rounds, man. Yeah. Yo, but that's. Yeah, so what happened? That's crazy. Yeah, so, you know, they ain't. They really, I don't know if it's this, they didn't believe it, but it was just like, because Juan's the president of Rock Nation Sports. Sports, right, He's right, the right. president, so he's dealing with more than just boxing. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was kind of like, he got so much shit going on. Right. That he, right. Yeah, he basketball, he baseball. football, baseball. So he's doing, exactly, literally. So he's doing everything, all these big deals and doing everything. And it was just like, I had to deal with the people that was in boxing. Mm-hmm. And they kind of didn't even understand why I was there. Like, who the fuck is this kid? Why mm-hmm. is he even here? You know what I'm saying? Like, who is he? Why are we even... I, I have to get this off my spirit because a lot of big wigs do this. You have to listen to the people who have their feet in grassroots. The right. They're right. the ones that are outside. Yeah. You're crunching numbers. Yeah. You're looking at decks. You don't know what's going on. When you have young people who are outside, you have to listen. Like even me, as much as I think I know, I'm always talking to kids who are either teenagers or in their early 20s because yeah. my mind's not working at their speed but, right. but go ahead nah for sure that, that's facts that's facts that's a good point um so at this point like i said is i'm just kind of interning and i'm around rock nation and my my goal was like yo i ain't really getting no money like that at this point here but i'm gonna make sure everyone in this building knows know who me. the fuck i am mm-hmm. you're gonna know me like mm-hmm. that's the least I'm in everybody office like, yo, who is this? Do you work here? Like, who? Mm-hmm. I was in there every single day. Early so they got tired of me. Early, every day I went there. Every single day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I went there. I talked to Tata, Emery. I seen, I was, Hove came in the office one time. Blew my mind. Like, oh, shit. All this, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, that's fine. You know, I, I made that's sure fine. that everybody, you know, I just, I just used to speak to Hove, like, you know, in an office, bro. Like, you know what I mean? But. I made sure that everybody in here is gonna at least know your name. You're gonna know my name. That's mm-hmm. the least I'm gonna do. So, and this is a crazy moment. I never even really told anybody this. At this time, like I said, I'm I'm still trying to get money, so I'm just I'm just little doing little hustles here and there, hustling. And then I was like, this is when the Uber hustle started popping. Everybody doing little Ubers. So I'm like, damn, I got a little car. Let me try to just do Uber so I could, you know, you can make, make your own schedule. Yeah, yeah, like right, I'm like, yeah, yeah, make a little money on the side, do what mm-hmm. I do. So I was like, I, but I didn't want nobody because, like I said, I was outside. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want nobody to really know I was doing Uber. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I want to be on the low. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I want nobody to know. I'm just going to do my Uber on the side. Boom. So I went to the first Uber ride I ever did. I signed up. I was like, yo, I'm going to do this little Uber shit on the side while I'm, you know, just hustling, going, doing whatever I do. I went to the city. First time I ever pressed the shit to go and do it, it was like, it, it rings and it was like Emery. I'm like, 
Nah. Emery Jones. Emery Jones. So it says Emery. And I'm like, nah. It ain't no, it's a, this New York with 8 million people in the city. Yeah. Ain't no fucking way. That one ain't no way. Now, mind you, I just started doing this internship at Rock. So I'm like, I ain't want nobody to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, ain't no way. Shit, beep. Nigga, get in. I'm like, oh, yo, ever get the fuck, nigga. Like, I was like, oh, shit. So. I was kind of, I was kind of embarrassed, but at the same time, I was just like, "Yo," I was like, "Yo, yo dude, you hustling, you have to eat." Yo. I know, you know, but that's what I was thinking at the time. Like, you know, what I'm saying I was a lot younger at this point. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying yeah, I was a lot younger. Yeah. I said this was this is five, this is like six, seven years ago type shit. So you know, I'm in my early twenties. I'm feeling different, you know. Mm-hmm. And we just like I said, when my man's was out of jail, we had money, so mm-hmm. I, I went from like having yeah. it to like, so it was different. So at this point, I'm just thinking like, "Damn, I ain't want nobody to see me." And came in the car, and I'm like, "Yo." He like, oh shit, like nigga, you the nigga for the office that always be over here every day. Right, right, yeah, right, like you the right. kid for the office. I was like, yeah, you know, I've been hustling. So I'm like, seen that your hustle was real. Everything. So but that made him respect it though. Yeah. He respected it. And I'm like, yo, he was like, he's like, oh words. So I was like, yeah, man, like, you know, I'm doing everything. Like, yo, everything I could do. So he just kinda That's when we started building a relationship, mm-hmm. me and Henry, mm-hmm. from there, mm-hmm. from that point. Um See, so, what if you didn't take the ride because you was embarrassed? They go. That's what I'm saying. Real talk. Yeah. Real talk, and that's why that taught me a lesson. Though is like you can't be embarrassed about humble beginnings, bro. You can't like where you start off the beginning. Right. That, that's your process. I ain't see it like that at the time. It's like like I said, looking back, I could see the full picture, right? Like mm-hmm. looking back on everything. But at the time, I didn't see it like that. I'm just thinking like niggas gonna look at me crazy like the Uberman, and I just right. felt like I was greater than that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want nobody to look at me like that because mm-hmm. I felt I was greater than that. But you can't never look down on nobody because you don't know where nobody gonna end up. Mm-hmm. Never Facts. know. Facts. And especially that man going back to that, it builds character. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So what happened? He gets in the front row. So I he, like stories. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I live, I'm talking too much. Y'all can let me know. No, 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 no. What? No. We, we, oh yeah. We, we, so, we enjoy right. this. Babe, let me know too about talking too <laughs> no, crazy. No. All right, yo. So. We, you know, he get in the, he get in the front. Um, you know, like I said, we just kind of talk. He was he had like a fifteen minute ride, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna use this fifteen minutes to mm-hmm. get get all the information mm-hmm. I can and just you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking him every question under the sun, like, nigga, yo, when when you took that charge for Hove, like, what was it like? Like you sitting in jail knowing Hove, my Hove, your man. When you get like Hove is blowing up while you doing a bit. So I'm asking him everything, everything. I'm talking like, and he just, you know, he telling me everything. Like, yo, bro, like he ain't even tell nobody. Emery's such a stand-up dude. Shout out to Emery, man. He look out for me all the time. He he was like, yo, I, I ain't even let nobody know in the pen that that was my homie. Mm. I ain't tell nobody because I ain't want nobody looking me a certain way Crazy, right, look right. at you different and want shit or even hate on you or whatever. He was like, nobody even knew that that was my man. He was like, but I knew. He was like, that kept me going. That I'm seeing all of this happen. Cause mind you, he went in. I think this is volume th- yeah. two, three, maybe he, three. He sat for ten. Yeah, he sat for ten. Sat for ten. Sat for ten. So Hove was kind of getting. He was on, but he wasn't Hove. Yeah, no, yeah, he wasn't yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he was popping in the city. Cool, right, right. He was moving in the city, but he wasn't on. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z. Yeah, you know I'm saying he was Jay Z. Wasn't Hove yet? It was Jay Z mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, is you know I, I kind of built a relationship with him just off of that ride, and um. You know, I was trying to get a job there, but it never really happened. I was always just, like I said, his Juan just had so much going on mm-hmm. that it was hard for him to really pay me attention because it's like, nigga, he's he right. doing million dollar deals. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't really have time to like, yeah. listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was no disrespect, but I, I, I got it. So from there, it was just like I was outside meeting all these people. I just met 
everybody. I'm meeting people. Everybody knew me. Networking. Networking. Straight up. And when that happened, that's when I went to beat out and Elliot, and I was just like, yo, y'all got so much going on. I know that if you... Long story short, they, got, they, let, they let me on. They let me on Rap Radar. And mm. that was a moment that, like, I, I seized it. I took it. I was just like, yo, I want to... Now that I got a platform to do something, I want to just do something dope that, like you said, like, you know, you had an organic conversation, you want to inspire your friend, you know what I'm saying, and just do it to give people inspiration. That's what I felt like I wanted to do. Like, I was the type of nigga, like, when YouTube is, like, hot, you know, I go on YouTube and try to watch interviews just to see how people did it. How? I want to know how. Like, if I could pick up any gems just to see, like, you know. So that's what I figured, like, yo, if, you know, now I got this platform, I could talk to artists and just talk to people about their journey and their life and their music and, you know, kind of give people more insight. So that's what I did, man. Like, you know, I, I got on Rap Radar. I got this show called Cigar Talk. How did that come about? I went to Made in America. Philly. Philly. Philly or L.A.? Philly. Philly, okay. I went to okay. Made in America, Philly one year. And uh, it's probably like maybe 16. And... Um, like I said, I knew the Rock Nation niggas, so mm -hmm. I'm in a section and all that. Everybody eat the whole rock there, everybody whole volume. So I'm in there, and uh, there's a dude named Pekas. Shout out to Pekas. Pekas, yeah, yeah, my man. Yeah. He smoked cigars. Mm -hmm. So Pekas pulled out the cigars, and he gave like everybody that was there. Now, mind you, around me, it's all fucking bosses in this whole mm -hmm. section. Big time, big, big time. time. So it's like it's like Pekas, um, CC Sabathia, mm. A-Rod, Kelly Rowland. Everybody out here just smoking cigars, just talking. Mm -hmm. And crazy line up. Crazy. Line crazy. Nah, it was crazy. That was one of the moments. Like, I, I've been in certain <laughs> moments where it's like, damn. Nah, fact. Crazy line up. But anyway. But like, mm. I, I, I'm not even saying that to flex. I'm just saying it just so you can see That's what, like happened. my mind frame. Mm -hmm. So you can see the mind frame of why I came up with the idea. Like, not even on some flex shit. But it was just on some, like, so when we they passed out the cigars and I'm smoking a cigar, and I'm like, damn. Bro, this shit feels so bossed up. Everybody just talking and shit. And it was just organic. It wasn't like, forced it wasn't like it was just everybody smoking a cigar smooth and i'm just like damn i wish everybody could just feel this vibe right here and i always just remember that so when i got on rap radar i was like nigga cigar talk that's what it is like that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna just smoke cigars with people so they can catch the vibe catch that vibe get that feeling i wasn't like a smoke a cigar smoker but i just knew like when i did that that's what that's what it made me feel so i feel like i can't be the only one to feel like that so you know i just came up with the idea and you know i I hustled it myself. Like nobody, I booked my own guests. I had my own camera team. I had my own everything. Um, my girl had be helping me out too. My girl, she she doing the damn thing, helping shout the nigga build shout out. Shout, shout out, out, shout out, shout it's, out. It's Women's Day. Women's yeah, Day, International right. Women's Day. Oh, yeah, shout out my girl, Avi. Avi, you know what you did for it. You know what I'm saying? So I just had this dream, and you know, I, I just believed in it. And I'm like, yo, you know, I already knew so many people from being outside that I was like, it ain't from nothing for you from never. And I've been around for so long. But it ain't nothing now for me to holler at them now that I'm on Rap Radar. Like, yo, exactly. come, come holler at me. Let's right. have this conversation. And that's how it really started. Like, you know, I just kind of started building from there. And, um, yeah, like, you know. I'm, so I'm naturally, you curate. It's just second nature. Yeah. Nah, just, just, just second nature, bro. Just, you know, hitting people. I'm just going for, like, what makes sense. Like, just so you can, like I said, is you can get a gist of people's story and how they doing it and their creation. And you know, we just sit down and smoke cigars. I done had, you know, I just had Rich the Kid on there, then had Swizz, TI, you know, had a bunch of everybody. Few, you know what I'm saying? Few people, few people. Are, you, are you working on um a cigar endorsement? Yeah, actually I'm in the, I'm in talks with a couple of cigar companies right now that want to sponsor the show for sure. Okay. That's dope. dope. That's fire. That's fire. 
Hold on one second. Are you leaving? Yo, one of the best podcasts. If y'all hearing me, yo, you guys, be safe. Appreciate yo, it. Thank you, man. We appreciate <laughs> you. Yo. We appreciate you. We appreciate the support, man. We appreciate you. Yo, be safe, man. Yo, get out of here. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, we could just. No, we were still. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so what's next for you, man? What's what's on the radio for you, man? Uh, oh, and I know you got that Sony situation, Orchard situation yeah, going for on. Yeah, sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, I work at I work at Sony, the Orchard. It's Sony's independent uh, music distribution label. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my title is like I'm the the manager of sales, marketing, promotion for Urban. So. <coughs> Um, pretty much I'm kind of making marketing campaigns for all the independent artists on the label and uh, I'm the streaming guy like streaming is such a big important part of what's no, happening right. in music right now mm-hmm. you know right, what I mean right. so it's my job to kind of you know get these people on playlists like we see Rap Caviar playlists and Spotify oh, and gotcha, gotcha, you go on Apple gotcha. and they got these well, playlists, and, playlists. Campaigns and all of that yeah. really. so it's like my job to like you know get all these artists and on these playlists and do stuff with, with those people, yeah. Man, that's, that's what, dope. What, what new artists are you promoting right now? Um, so on my label, I got like so on my label, I just put out the T Pain album. So T Pain just dropped his album. Oh my God, T Pain, man! Yeah. Shout out to T Pain. Winning that master, uh, yeah, mass it? singer, the mass singer, singer joint. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, real talent, real talent to do. So I got um, just on my label is T Pain. We got Georgia Smith. Okay. Um, we got G Herbo. Oh. Bad Bunny doing his Bad Bunny shit. That's Shout out to Bad okay. Bunny. I was trying to put Shaq on the Bad Bunny in the crib a long time. I just like how he just came out of nowhere. Hey, think about it, yo. Thing. That Latin trap like, crazy like, right now. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, yo. It's just a market for everything, bro. Like that's the thing. It's so many people because of this streaming ever and because of everything is like there's a market for everything. Open up so many doors, man. Crazy. So yeah, man. My next is just you know. I'm just trying to keep pushing this culture forward, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, there's certain people, like, when you get in the label system and see how they maneuver it and how they move, and it's just like, you know, you want somebody that's, you know, from where you're from that know the culture to really push the shit forward, you know what I mean? To give other people opportunities Instead to do it. Instead of having somebody else do it, you know that don't really know anything about the culture. That's a fact. So, you know, that, that's how I'm on it, man. I'm just trying to push this culture forward and do dope shit, man. That's it. That's it. That's man, what's up, uh, man. That's. That's 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 fire, man. Yeah, I just want to say, man, like you, from hearing your journey, you just showed that you know when one door closes, that doesn't mean this is that shit is the end. You know that if you still if you set out a goal, you know shit gonna go up and down. You know, but if you stay persistent, you know, good things can happen. You know, so I'm glad you took time out your schedule, man, to come down um, to kick it with us, cause like I said. And what Beloved said earlier, uh, eventually, you know, I know when somebody take the time out of hear it, you know, I know that it could be like, hey, he did it this way, you know. Um, he got laid off, you know. Um, shit wasn't going his way, but he never folded, you know. So a lot, I feel people in general, you know, we just tend to fold, you know. 
when things get hard, but instead of looking at it like, hey, I could Or complain. There was no complaining in your story no, at no all. There's no complaining well, nah, in I, your I just didn't tell you that. I, I told my girl. I just <laughs> told my girl, like, yo, man, why they not <laughs> let me in? I, I just didn't tell y'all that part. But, nigga, listen, <laughs> I, I complain. But listen, but, like, yeah, you're right. Real talk. Like, I said, I left that out of the story, but at the end of the day, what I just want to leave y'all with, man, is, like, yo, at the end of the day, nobody can't really tell you no. There's no such thing as no, and I don't want to say that because mm. we in the Me Too era, so let's let's get that straight. Oh, no, right? Let's be clear. Let's, yeah, let's be clear, right? right, right let's right, right. where we at. No, no, I'm just saying, like, no, but yeah. So, but but I just mean in the sense that when you're ambitious and you want something, when you're trying to attain a goal, if if they tell you no, that just either means not right now, or you got to find another way to do it. Yeah, that's it, and that, and that's all that's worked for me. I, you know what I mean? And I'm I'm just in a position where it's like I got discouraged. I've been mad. I've been like, damn, I wanted to quit. Like, this shit ain't working. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm really just starting to get the break. And all I did, literally, was just not give up. That's it. Like, Stay grinding. Just grind. That's Even when you feel like it's not working, grind. That's it. That's all I did until the, sh- the door is open for me and I walked through. I grinded until the door opened. That's it. Literally. So, it, it ain't it ain't me. It ain't nobody. Like, just keep going. That's it. That's it. Just, just keep work. going. Just work. At the end of the day, just work. Work. So man, that that's that's I don't no, it's extremely encouraging, man. Yeah, I I don't know if you you know like really do this. Yeah, you helping stuff. us sit, tonight, man, fam? You know, yeah, have man. these conversations, but definitely help other people out, man. Cause there's a lot of people in your position that's been in that position, and it felt like you know that shit was the end, you know. So it's another episode of Hey Not Podcast in the books. And the stash, man, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Naj, again, man, I, I thank you for taking the time out, you know, shout to kick it with Nas. us. Shout out to Queens. Shout you out know? to Queens, man. Shout I out to Queens, you, man. Shout out to New York. Shout Word. out to the Knicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that note, we're out. Yeah. He said shout out to the Knicks. <laughs>